0: Again, heart and soul. Uh, we are on this amazing adventure in faith. And you, you know this is our 12th anniversary. And for me, it's a very retrospective time. It's a time that has me think back around, or not even back, but just think about how did I get here? How is it that this is who and how we are And a part of that story, a part of the formation of this now moment, is Reverend Amon. As my friend, as my teacher, if you were with us last week, you know that he presented an amazing uh, message entitled, and not just entitled, but the full sense of it, the depth of it was a lesson in truth a lesson in truth. And so he's back today with part two. And um, so I, I want to set it up though. And by set it up, I, I want to take a moment. So bear with me. I know sometimes the, you feel like an introduction, just say the person's name and bring them up and let's just get it on. But I really want to set the tone because we have a deep and wide history that has everything to do with the fact that I'm here right now. And so I want to take a moment and just let you be aware of my circumstance, that I met Reverend Amon in the early 80s when he was the minister of East Bay Church of Religious Science and he was a very popular teacher of a course in miracles as well. He hails from Guidance Church of Religious Science. And and that, whenever I say that, that's important to me because Dr. Daniel Morgan really fostered a stable of powerful young ministers. Powerful among those, certainly Reverend Amon, Dr. Michael Beckwith, Reverend Nirvana Gale, um, Reverend Juanita Dunn. It was like a hotbed of spiritual, it was a spiritual hotbed of wisdom and knowledge and excellent practice. Thank you, Dr. Dan, for that. During this time, during that time in the 70s when he was um, a part of guidance, he hosted a metaphysical Bible class on radio station KIEV, and his program was included in An Hour of Power with Dr. Bill Hornaday and Dr. Frank Richelieu. And Amman literally filled the slot that was vacated by the passing of Dr. Joseph Murphy. So if y'all are familiar with our history And those names who poured into folks back in the day, you recognize the kind of program that that was that he was contributing to. He received his ministerial license from San Jose School of Ministry, and he excelled in his studies. And the reason I know this is because while he was a student there, they start having him teach the Bible class, the Bible understanding class. <laughs> and so you don't have to go to ministerial class, ministerial school to know that when they pick you out to start teaching part of the curriculum, you know you're working it out, right? So I, I want you to know this because he brings a certain depth and a certain history and a continuous learning pattern that we are going to tap into today. He's not here just for the fun of it. He is here so that we can like drink of him so that we can get the benefit of from whence he's come and all that he has done in preparation for this. So once he graduated from there he also became an assistant minister at Guidance Church of Religious Science in the early 90s. I studied um, metaphysical bible with uh, Reverend Amon and in 1997 he wrote a book The Dynamics of Spiritual Mind Treatment and When he shared it with me, you know, just initially, I thought, we got to get this out. So I made it my business to support him in getting that published. I'm grateful for you, Amon. I'm grateful for your consciousness, first of all, the consistency of it, for the way that you stand in principle no matter what, for the way that you have supported me for over 30 years. Amon used to serve as my thesaurus, as as my... um, as my Bible lexicon, as my, I'm looking for the word, concord. No, that's not the word I wanted, but there's an, y- y'all get the idea. Until one day I called him, and Amon, I don't know if you know this, he was like, you know, you could get a, you could get the book and just, <laughs> I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with just calling him. And, but even so, before we hear from Amon, Ty Stevens, who is an East Coast founding member, an honorary founding member of Heart and Soul. Ty is a consummate, multi talented entertainer and performer. He's performed around the world, gaining an international audience with a cool, urban-tinged adult contemporary sound. I love his voice and his musicianship and his consciousness. Um, He sings, he will sing for us an original composition of his, Spirit Rising. Buckle up for the song, but then buckle up tighter, because after the song, the next voice that you hear will be Reverend Amon. And so now,
1: ty stevens happy 12th anniversary heart and soul how wonderful is that this is ty stevens calling you from the east coast and wishing i was out there with you celebrating right now these wonderful 12 years and the many many more to come you've done a wonderful thing you're going to continue to do wonderful things i already know that and that means that uh, it gives me another opportunity to come out and be with you in person. I know that's gonna happen soon. Let's get ready and let's continue celebrating. I love you guys. Namaste. Bye. This is my song called Spirit Rising. There's a expansion in my chest, there's a knowing that this day will be my best, there's a quiet voice that speaks above the rest, it's spirit rising, there's a rumble in the earth beneath my feet, there's a knowing that I'm perfect and complete, there's a light in me that darkness can't defeat. It's spirit rising. Untie the ties that bind you. Let spirit just unwind you. Let the light remind you of who you are. Surrender to the feeling. Spirit is free. Feeling freedom has no ceiling. Yes, you go far, you go far, you go far. There's a tingle in the space around my heart, there's connection to this world that I upon, there's a joy that my new life's about to start, it's spirit rising, a joy that my new life's about to start, spirit rising, rising. Got it. rising in me, lifting me up, setting me free. Yeah, spirit rising in me, lifting me up, setting me free. Yeah, spirit rising in me, lifting me up, setting me free. Your turn, Spirit. Let me hear you. Rising in me. You got it. Lifting me up, setting me free. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Spirit rising in me. Lifting me up, setting me free. Spirit rising in me, lifting me up. Sound good. setting me free. Spirit Mm -hmm. rising in me. Lifting me up, setting me free, spirit rising in me, lifting me up, setting me free. That's
2: pretty good. Good morning. There is no other place like this place near this place. If there was, you'd be there. (laughs) I would rather be no other place but in this place at this time, right now by divine appointment. To the Reverend Dr. Andreette, I salute you as you recognize your 12th year, and I congratulate you and all of you and all of us for being open channels uh, through which the Holy Spirit has brought this idea, this divine idea called heart and soul, center of light, into being. For us and for others. I will have you know that there is no doubt in my mind that I was sent here today uh, with a purpose and a goal. Now this lesson is specifically for you but because it is a lesson in truth It is for every child of God. This lesson is prompted and inspired by the recognition of the celebration of heart and soul in your 12th year. And as has been stated, I spoke last week for part one of this lesson, lesson in truth. And the emphasis was on ye shall know, and the word is know. Ye shall know the truth. Part two, the lesson today, has two lines. The first is evolution of consciousness. Will you say that with me? Evolution of consciousness. And the second line is metaphysics and new thought, what it is. Metaphysics, hey, hey, hey. And new thought, what it is. Many of you, when I say many of you, because I know that this is being streamed uh, all over, many of you are here in secrecy. Maybe not you. (laughs) I said, I didn't say all of you. So there's some exceptions. You don't let people know where you're going. And many of you are studying this, and people don't know what it is that you're studying. And many of you have problems explaining it. Always positive thinking is about all you can say. Because if you say too much, you may be in trouble and leave confusion and then questions unanswered, and people wondering, you know, what is it that you're learning? What is it that you're teaching? They're going to that church and studying that stuff. And one of the words that comes up is occult. And that's through, through ignorance. But now you have a recording, or a YouTube link and send it to them. And it can be explained in ways that perhaps you cannot. So I come to you with wisdom to lead you to a higher understanding of spiritual understanding. And now, to the degree and in proportion to which you are more in lumen, you become brighter and brighter lights to the glory of God. Now, my wisdom comes from experience, personal experience, my personal experience of my personal uh, demonstration of this stuff and my personal relationship with this thing called God. And what I... uh, I'm not talking to you from what I believe, but from what I know. So, heart and soul, center of light, is part of a metaphysical society. Don't be afraid of the word or the term or the name. A consciousness of people that believe in the reality, that's all it is, We believe in the reality of all things, visible and invisible, and are afraid of none of it. Now, within this philosophy called new thought, you see, our belief is studied and practiced through a branch of philosophy. We got this overall umbrella philosophy, but there are branches within this overall philosophy known as new thought. Now within this philosophy are many organizations that study and practice this belief. And Science of Mind is only one of those many many organizations. Heart and Soul, Center of Light, is one of the many centers and churches under that organization, Science of Mind. And we study this belief of there's reality in all things, visible and invisible. Now, the goal of this lesson today is to remind you of the spiritual meanings of the term metaphysics. The spiritual meaning of the term philosophy. But in order for you to understand this, you must understand a basic fundamental belief that I have, and that is this this stuff is caught, not taught. My first mentor, teacher, used to say that in his teaching. This stuff is caught, not taught. And I caught that very early on. And what I learned and what I am coming to remind you in your practice is this. Listening and hearing are not the same. And I am giving you the meaning and the definition of metaphysics right now. And you have to catch it. We have to start off with understanding that listening and hearing are not the same. You listen with your ear. <laughs> you hear with your heart. With your heart-mind. You see, that's what makes you a metaphysician. What's occult about that? What's complex about that? You listen with your heart mind when you listen with your ear you are informed when you hear with your heart you are transformed you are transformed how by spiritual understanding that can only be caught not taught because spiritual understanding is God's light from within which is a revelation knowledge which is what seeing is. Uh Uh-huh. I'm teaching metaphysics. That's what metaphysics is. What's occult about that? What's complex about that? What is it about that that you cannot understand? Uh Uh-huh. You will Take on a higher degree of illumination as you listen to me speak. And as you listen, your light will become brighter and brighter. Because the scripture says, Matthew 5, you are what the light of the world. Let your light so shine that men will see your good works. And glorify your father. Uh Uh-huh. See, Job. How many of you have heard that character, Job? Job in the Bible. Job 42 and 5. See, he caught this stuff. He says, my ears had heard of you. Mm -hmm. But something's happened to me. My ears had heard of you, but now my eyes have seen you. I just gave you the meaning of that. That's understanding. Spiritual understanding is seeing from revelation knowledge. Spiritual understanding don't come from no man, no teacher. It comes only from within. From the master teacher. But I know, I don't know from no man. I don't know from Dr. Dan. I don't know from any man. Hey. what I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. See, heart and soul, center of light in places like this one is a place in New Thought Movement where you come to study and practice the science of mind, to learn how to hear with your heart. And the purpose and the goal of nearly all spiritual teachings is for the student to understand... Here's the definition of metaphysics. Listen, catch it. The purpose and the goal of nearly all spiritual teachings is for the student to understand the fundamental intrinsic meanings contained in the lesson, in the message, in the story, or in the illustration that is being presented. So, now the goal of this lesson in truth is to help you to collapse years of time in your studying by sharing with you my personal experience and my personal relationship with this thing called God and how I know what I know. Because when I sat under the feet of Dr. Dan and others, I studied their style to develop my own style. I wanted to know not what you were saying, but how you know what you know. How do you know what you know is what I'm looking for. You see, in the metaphysical society, you must first be resigned to the fact. So I'm reminding you of why you are here. And who you are and where you are in consciousness right now. Like I did last week. I'm just giving you some more. So. You must start off right to end up right. You must start off. Not being scared. To admit and not recognize that you're different. You are different set apart. You're not following a teacher, a man or a woman. Jesus didn't want them following him. He wanted them to follow that which was in him. But I'm leading to something here. And what I'm about to say now is critical. It is so, so very important. The word onus, what does onus mean when you say the onus is? uh The onus is, somebody say it. On you, onus is your responsibility. Onus is, the onus on you means what? Uh You get it. You got to catch it. The onus for your learning And demonstrating truth principles, this is what metaphysics is, that's all it is, is on the student. More than it is on the teacher or or the speaker or the writer. But the ego wants to be taught. The ego waits for you to give it fish and doesn't want to learn how to catch fish. In other words, teach me, teach me. Teach me. I want to take the class. I want the next workshop. I, I want another book. I- I look at all these books I got. And I'm impressed. Look at my library. Mm-hmm. But Jesus talks about studying and reading in Luke 4, and I'll read it in a minute. But first, let me share an experience that happened to me just a day ago when I was preparing my outline for today. A person approached me and said, here, Read this book. It's a fascinating read. So I held the book for a few minutes and then I, I returned to the person and I said, here, yeah, thank you so much. But I can't read this right now. Because I'm preparing for Sunday. Did you hear what I said? Well, let me tell you why. Let me take you on to Luke 4. Jesus was tempted that way. And Luke four sixteen says this. And Jesus came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted. And he went on and on and on. Then he closed the book and he gave it to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all of them that were in the synagogue fastened upon him. And he began to say to them, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. So what was the message there? The message there is that the people, where it says he went into the synagogue, what as his custom was. Don't overlook that. Well, the message here is that the people were paralyzed in what? Their customs. They gathered routinely, not like y'all, to come and hear the religious leaders read the book. And to study and read the book and to study and then read the book and to study and read the book and, then, and so Jesus went in and he closed the book <laughs> and he began to say, "Today this scripture is fulfilled in your ears." What did I say that my topic was? I said evolution in consciousness. Evolution in consciousness. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know people who come to places like this Sunday after Sunday, Wednesday after Wednesday, this is it, what? To read the book and study. Read the book and study. You see, when I started off, I didn't come for that. And they come for the demonstrations. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me tell you what Jesus said after that. John 8.32 if you hold to my teachings you are really my disciples what was he saying if you what is a teaching if you hold to my philosophy philosophy is simply the way if you do it my way if you do it in my name which means in my nature in my manner and in my way in in that is my philosophy. This is my teaching. This is my way. Philosophy ain't nothing weird and new, a new word. Uh-uh. To understand what philosophy, this philosophy known as new thought, to understand what it is, you must take in consideration the principle of evolution. Evolution. Evolution of human consciousness. Things don't stay the same in that sense. Still, consciousness is moving. Consciousness is is evolving. So to explain what new thought as a philosophy is, it is necessary to know how to or learn how to go back to the Old Testament consciousness. For what purpose? To process it, which means to filter it through the eyes of New Testament consciousness. Mm -hmm. This is a lesson in truth part two. The teachings of Jesus became later known as the New Testament. It wasn't no New Testament then. It became known later to us as the New Testament. That's the Old Testament consciousness changing to the New Testament consciousness. And the Old Testament consciousness morphed into, transitioned into, transformed into a new form So the New Testament was the same content in a new form. And this phenomenon, y'all know something? I'm not telling you what I read in no doggone book. I'm telling you what my teacher gave me. (laughs) This phenomenon that I just described, which was a metaphysical experience, marked an experience which was an earth shaking shift in the consciousness of humanity. It was the first coming of new thought consciousness in humanity. New thought consciousness didn't just discover it in you know, 1940, 1950, or whatever, and whatever. New thought consciousness came in at the time of Jesus. When he says, I come not to destroy the law of the prophets. I came to fulfill. I didn't come here to keep reading Isaiah over and over and over and over. I came to demonstrate what Isaiah was talking about. I came to do it. I came to bring it about. I came to practice this stuff that y'all reading and studying about. Mm -hmm. John chapter 1. 17. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. And then Matthew, this is all New Testament stuff. Then Matthew chapter 5, verse 17. Jesus pleaded with it, Don't understand. Hey, 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 hey. Don't misunderstand. Y'all are confused. Don't misunderstand why I have come. I didn't come to abolish the law. The law of Moses or or the, the writings of the prophets? No, I came to accomplish. I came to. I came to fulfill. I came to do what they're talking about. Well, I'm bringing the same content, but in a new form. Is all he said, and it's called evolution of consciousness. So, New Testament is a philosophy, a new way to demonstrate the old. To fulfill means to demonstrate. So the philosophy of Jesus was the fulfillment of the old, the demonstration of the old. It was and is a teaching that instructs and directs you in the application of the law. The New Testament was a teaching in the instruction of how to apply, how to do It's nothing new. It's a new form of application. The Old Testament consciousness was... If you do these things, and if you don't do these things, if you you do and if you don't. If you do and if you don't, you'll be blessed, or if you do and you don't, you'll be punished. Uh, Jesus came on along and said, yeah, that's all true, but I say unto you. You see? He didn't do away with it. He didn't say don't pay no attention to that. He said, but but, but I say unto you, there's a better way. If you just do the right thing for the right purpose, just because it is the right thing to do and not because you will be blessed or punished, then the judge, which is your conscience, will judge you righteously. And in that truth, there can be no sin, but a mistake. And then there will always be nothing to forgive, and in that truth, all forgiveness is self-forgiveness. Uh-huh. I saw you, I saw you, I saw you. <laughs> when you follow the teachings of Jesus, it is clear to see that the onus, uh-huh, the onus. Of both learning and demonstrating is not your teacher, but squarely on the student or the truth seeker. See, when I came to this season, I didn't come trying to learn how to do what the teacher was teaching. Mm-hmm. I came trying to learn how does the teacher know what he knows that you're teaching me because I want to know the knower. I'm not looking for the demonstration. I am looking for the demonstrator. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. The student should always wear, here's what philosophy is. I told you what metaphysics is. I'm telling you what philosophy is. The student should always wear a metaphorical mask, (laughs) a metaphorical mindset when studying spiritual teachings. What do I mean by that? You must learn to always hear everything as a metaphor. Everything on the outer is a representation of the inner. The cause is always in the effect. Your knowing is always showing. And that's what practicing this philosophy is simply all about. Whether the writer or teacher is writing or speaking in metaphors or symbolisms or not, It is always your responsibility and charge to hear and receive the inner meanings or spiritual interpretations of truth principles or teachings in real time. How? By the gift of spiritual discernment, which is an attribute of God in your mind, activated and functioning as the Holy Spirit, the teacher for God. That's what our philosophy is. Proverbs 3, verse 5, 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. All right. Let's look at Solomon's lesson on understanding. Proverbs 4. Now. Now. Solomon said, King Solomon, son of King David, hear ye children the instruction of a father, for I, King Solomon, was my father's son, King David. He taught me also and said unto me, let thine heart retain my words and keep my commandments and live, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore, get wisdom. And with all that getting, get what? Understanding. Get understanding. With all that, well, 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 well Solomon was, how old was Solomon when he became king? 12 years old. And so, um, here's the record of that in 1 Kings. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night, a dream. He, and he said, uh, and ask, ask, and God said, ask for whatever you want me to give you. Talking to this 12-year-old, just appointed king. Now, Lord, my God, you've made me your servant king in place of my father David. But I'm only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Give your servant a discerning heart. In other words, give me understanding. Uh-huh. But give me understanding. To govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong, for who is able to govern the, this great people of yours? The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. So God said to him, since you have asked for this, and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor have you asked for the death of your enemies, but, but for discernment in administration of justice. Now, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart. I will give you understanding so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. Wait, like the commercial says, wait, there's more. Wait. Uh, Moreover, I will give you what you have not asked for both wealth and honor, so that in your lifetime you will have no equal among kings. And if you walk in my obedience to be to me and keep my decrees and commands as David your father did, I will give you, wait, there is more, a long life. See, I just gave you examples of the practice of metaphysics and philosophy. I said this stuff is what? Caught, not taught. I said, this stuff is caught, not taught. Is my time up? Five minutes? Let me close with this. Close with this. In the early 1990s, as was said in the introduction, I had become a licensed practitioner in the movement, and I was popular in, in you know facilitating uh, personal growth workshops, prosperity workshops, courts miracles, and all that stuff. And um, I, I would say, as I said, I was working with Dr. Dan uh in his administration, and the church was in a growth explosion, and I had talked my minister into uh, being one of the hosts of this Hour of Power in Los Angeles in the radio station out of Glendale. And as said, they, these were huge ministers who were in this, uh, uh, leaders of the movement in this Hour of Power. But Dr. Joseph Murphy was a prolific author and well-known all over the world. And he was one of those, but he passed away. And so, when that segment uh, was vacated, I talked our minister into taking that spot. He did so, but he couldn't handle it because of his busy schedule. It was too much for him. And so, when he decided he wouldn't take it, I said, uh, well, I'll take it. Now, who is you? (laughs) So, I stepped up and the, one of the members of the board said, oh, the church was funding it at about $5,000 a, 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 a month. And so $5,000 then was like $50,000, now, as you know. And so um, I, uh, so a member of the board said, um, we're not going to be continuing to pay for this. They'll be underwriting a success. And all, blah, 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 blah. so they decided to not do that. But then it would have helped the church. And so... Um, I went to the station and I told the, the owner of the station that I wanted to take take the the 15 minutes. And he said, well, how are you going to support that if you don't have an organization? Well, I told him what I told them at the church. And they asked me, how are you going to pay for it? I said, I'm going to pay for it by using the stuff that you're teaching. <laughs> uh-huh. And so when the owner of the station asked me that, I said, well, I'm going to pay for it by using what I'm teaching. And so I got on the air that morning when he said oh, he said you know I feel something about you there's something different about you and so he said okay let's give it a try and so I got on at 6.30 in the morning and so on my first day I said uh, I'm man, and da 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 and I'm going to be responsible for this program for 30 days and at the end of the month if, uh, if, if, if you support it I'll still be here and if not I'll be gone and so each morning I would get up. Now, I remember, I never had a Bible lesson, never t- took a Bible class. I would get up in the morning and I would practice what I had been taught. <laughs> I would ask the Holy Spirit for guidance. I would ask the Holy Spirit for the lesson for the day. And then I would let my fingers roll and then I would whip out that paper and I'd be on the freeway headed for Glendale in the morning and it's 6.30 a.m. You know, with the lesson for the day. By the end of the month, more than $5,000 is in this P.O. box. So now I got all this money with no organization. So there was a lady in the church who liked me a lot. Uh, she, we were close friends, and she was a paralegal, I believe. She said, "I'm on. I'll help you. We jumped in the car and drove to Sacramento, filled out the paperwork, got us down, headed back home, and then that was the birth of Inspirations Ministries, and that was the first time I was Reverend Amon. Do you hear what I'm saying? And that continued on for a few years until I came up here, you know, to be the minister of East Bay. Do you see? This is what I'm talking about, is that this stuff is caught, not taught, and that the onus is on the student, not the teacher. So you see, there is something within the teacher that you are following. There is something in the undertone that you're listening for. This stuff is caught, not taught, and so it is.
1: This is the song I wrote with my good friend, MC Shau in Moscow. Just proving that relations between people are just fine. starts with a question. What if the world was a bad place because of you? What if you had more love and compassion in all you do? The world would be a better Even
0: Thank you, Ty Stevens. Both of them, both Reverend Amon and Ty, made it very clear that I got it, that you got it, (laughs) that we got it. The power to change the world. But we got to catch it. Yes? All right. The way we love, And the way we pray, I'm going to invite, the way we love you, Amon, I'm going to invite you to come lead us in our closing prayer. And just thank you. Thank you for the message. Some of us caught it, for sure. Thank you. Hmm.
2: Let's just take some deep breaths here. And inhale through your nostrils. And as you do so, you feel that abdominal region expanding. And hold that breath. As long as it is comfortable for you to do so. And exhale slowly through your lips, slightly parted. And inhale deeply through your nostrils. Feeling that abdominal region expanding. Hold that breath. And release it through your lips slightly parted. And continue this holy breathing exercise. And each time you inhale, hey, you feel like you're rising, rising, rising in consciousness. Exhale slowly. Through your lips, lightly parted. And stay there. And each time you inhale, you feel consciousness rising. Knowing that you're going somewhere in spirit, inhale. And each time you inhale, hey, 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 you're going higher and higher in the Father's house. Hmm. And you're there, we're there in the presence of the Father who has a message for you, for me, for us. And he gives you the book. You receive it. And it's a test hey, to see what you're going to do with that book. Are you going to read it? Or are you going to close it? Ah, the decision is yours. Do you keep on searching and seeking? Asking and begging and praying. Or do you know? Or do you know? Or do you know that you know, that you know, that you know that your prayer is answered? Are you seeking and praying and waiting, or do you know? Or do you know, do you know, do you know, do you know that you know that the healing is already done? do you know? If you don't know, then you keep on reading and searching and seeking. This unhealed relationship, this, 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 this festering anger, this hostility, this, this silence treatment, this, 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 depravity, this lack, this elimination, this fear, this worry, this guilt, this grief, this shame, whatever it is, that you're out of sorts in your life. If you believe that it's still there, then keep on reading the book. Keep searching. But you know what? Something happened here with us here and today. There was a shift in consciousness where the message caused you to become more illumined and your light is shining brighter. And now, Having received spiritual understanding, you can see, and you see things differently. What you thought was there is no, no, no longer there, and the answer is already done. The healing is already done. The way is already opened. And in that state of gratitude, we're simply just going to say, thank you, Father, Mother, God. And I no longer have to wait, search and seek and read. And so what I am doing now is listening to the voice of God in my mind now telling me, close the book. And see yourself now closing the book. See the book being closed, which means that the answer is right now. And then when you open your eyes and go about your day, you're going to find yourself as I will find myself as we find ourselves in a whole new world. A whole new world. A whole new world of answered prayer. And Father, Mother, God, for this we give thanks. Amen. And so it is.